Hi, welcome to an episode of Now and Then with Brad and Isaiah. Uh, this is Isaiah. Uh, I am currently in sicko mode. Uh, so Brad and I decided to do a little divide and conquer this time. Uh, I'm just going to cover the now news real quick. Uh, he's going to cover the then history um, in the upcoming episode that we're going to do. So it's like the same thing, just we're separate and far away, oh, so far away. That's not even the lyrics. I'm tired. And uh, the little bit of medicine I have that I've been hoarding for this rainy day, uh, it's making me a little weird, but whatever. Um, or maybe I'm stoned. Maybe it's a mix. Um, but here we are uh, on this wonderful, wonderful day. Um, as far as uh, the little bit how I'm doing, uh, you know, yes, sick, mm, yummy. I'm sure you're going to hear that phlegmy mucus in my voice right now. Um, I'm loving that. Um, but other than being sick, uh, I want to say this has been a good week, you know, for your boy. Uh, pretty much just did some work. Uh, we're still broke. The legend still continues. But um, I had a fun outing this weekend. It was good. It was nice. Um, so, you know, that's always good. It's always nice when your heart gets filled a little bit, you know. Um, in terms of food corner, uh, not too much going on in that, in that, <laughs> in that aspect, uh, with being sick and this week kind of being what it was, didn't eat too much, a lot of soups, a lot of salads lately. Um, I will say, uh, I have this nasty habit when I'm sick. I want to be over it as soon as possible, you know? So I, I want to get back to my junk food. I, I just saw that rallies was open today. They had an actual employee there and they had the two for six Buford still. Uh, so yeah, I made a bad decision and uh, I ate that. So um, yay, that was a not worthwhile purchase. <laughs> but um, you know, so lackluster food corner, corner uh, food corner, sorry, sorry. Um, but um, hopefully next week will be a little bit more fulfilling, you know, for both of us, huh? Yeah. Um, let's just get to the news, guys. Yeah, I just want to hopefully knock it out. Uh, you'll forgive me if I hack up a lung or get a little distracted, but um, bear with me. Uh, so to start, uh, oh, also, and it's a cold, so I'm, I'm not like, oh, I got the corona. I just realized as I'm looking at my first story, it's like, well, oh, I'm quarantining. No, just you know, I I get the sniffles a lot, and I don't want to like give it to my homie. So um, yeah, so that's why we're. We're isolated today and, yeah, all that. Um, but to start off the news, uh, the, Delta vi- the, the Delta variant is now the dominant uh, coronavirus strain. Uh, so that was something that was kind of popped up in the news and caught my eye. Uh, something, I guess, that it has been building. Uh, I got my core source from this one on NPR News, but it's just kind of been something I've seen kind of throughout uh, it is officially now in all 50 states. Uh, it is now the prevailing uh, variant among the uh, other COVID strains. Like the other ones, the alpha and um, any subsequent variants of that, uh, like the UK or whatever, has kind of been dominated over this. Uh, pretty much it's the same song and dance. I mean, it is pretty nasty to get, uh, but... If you are vaccinated, 
Um, you have an 80% chance, I believe, with the Pfizer. It might be a little bit higher, I heard, with the Johnson & Johnson. But, I mean, not by much. <clears throat> but pretty much, uh, it's just something to look out for. I mean, I know for me, I know I caught my little cold from pretty much, you know, walking around, being out and about with no mask. You know, I, I got a little bit too used to the mandate. So, you know, I got I got got. Um, so I can definitely imagine that it's just as easy to get, you know, COVID this way. So, you know, you definitely just gotta be careful, gotta be aware. Cause if you're not vaccinated, it's definitely something that's going to be potentially more of an issue for you. Um, but they're saying the Delta variant is causing 74.3% of infections in Western states, including Utah and Colorado and 58.8% of infections in the southern states such as texas louisiana arkansas and oklahoma according to the cdc estimate so you know just be careful out there guys um you know mask up when you can especially when you're out you're in the you know a crowded unventilated area um you know i will always suggest to people go get vaccinated you know just a couple of jabs and you're good to go you know you get a little little tired a little little bit of the suds if you will and then you're back in action. Uh, so I, I do suggest it. Um, but moving on to some other news, uh, the legendary money man, Jeff Bezos, uh, the man who built Amazon 27 years ago with his own hands, um, is now stepping down. Um, that was something that came up on July 5th, I saw from, once again, NPR News. Thank you. Um Pretty much, he is now deciding to step down, but he will still be involved with the company. Um, I believe the name is Andy Jassy is going to be his replacement. Uh, so, I mean, he's been in the company and is just kind of stepping into the role. There's kind of like almost like switching in a way. Um, and I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, Daddy Jeff's trying to go to space. He's trying to, you know, build his mech suit. I don't know. He's got, he's got plans. He's got goals. And, um, he doesn't want to get tied down by this whole CEO label. And I mean, plus it's not like Amazon is really like always getting the best publicity, you know, with how they treat the workers and whatnot. Um, but you know, we are curious to see what's going to go down from here. You know, how much is this going to affect Amazon? How much is this going to affect Jeff Bezos now that he's quote unquote, off the leash, you know, unleashed, if you will. Um, I, 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 of course, we're going to keep you posted in terms of Jeff Bezos. We, we like talking money. We like talking millionaires. We're in a capitalist society, so why not? Um, also, there was some other stuff that I wanted to cover, but I just didn't get around to it. But uh, the Sunday Valley um, situation, uh not that's like that's involved with Jeff Bezos, but it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, all these people with money going to hang out, talking about the future of uh, the economy in the world and how they're going to save their own money. Uh, and of course, we don't get any access to that, um, but always fun, always neat. Uh, so moving on to some more international news, though. Um, excuse me. Haiti's president. Yovanel Moisey was assassinated in a middle of the night, middle of the night attack on his home. Um, I got the core of my, my info from the Miami Herald on this one, but uh, pretty much in the middle of the night, there was a like three columns of like about 50 people. Um, and like in these columns, it was kind of like, 
two um, two columns of people on the side and the middle column of like an envoy of cars. And they, they stride up, up through uh, the president's estate, uh, President Moise's estate. They say we're DEA agents, we're, you know, which the, everyone knows, you know, is a drug enforcement agency, which is, you know, obviously America. And so they're like, okay, and Haiti has had some drug stuff and also has had some U.S. involvement, which um, also, this is a bit of a tangent, but in kind of a little bit of prep for the story and just kind of just the universe providing for me, uh, I did a little bit of a deep dive on Haiti's history through the podcast Revolutions. They covered the Haitian uh, revolt, and, you know, this was a slave colony by France, and um, they grew up and fought out and, you know, pushed out the French. Uh, but that's neither here nor there right now. Uh, back to now. Uh, but they 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 were they said they were DEA agents. They got in, and then they um, proceeded to assault and kill the president uh, Moise and wound the first lady. Uh, so the first lady has been you know in urgent care or critical care. I'm sorry, <coughs> her status is critical, and um, you know the president was assassinated. And I mean, it's been a huge, big blow to the country. They have been in a state of martial law since. Um, And there's like various power struggles because the prime minister is kind of currently running the show. But Moisey had, I believe, a week or so ago, suspended him and was planning on putting in a new prime minister that he had chose. And... So there's that power struggle. And then the head of the Senate is also saying, well, I have a say in this and I should be, you know, taking control and running things right now. So there's a lot of opposition, a lot of rivalries going on. Um, And also then amid the fact that uh, President Moise has been accused of corruption, um, he's also extended his term um, of his own accord uh, pretty much there was a, when he was elected, they pretty much said, okay, um, we don't feel like this is a, this was a legal election. Like he had got in, like, I want to say 600,000 votes. Um, but everything was really kind of loose. And so they needed to investigate it. And it took about a year before he could actually get in office and do things. And that was his part of his defense saying, Hey, I have a reason to extend my, uh, presidency for, you know, at least another year because I didn't get that. And then plus it's just needed. And now fast forward to now he was assassinated. Um, of that group of assassins, uh, many after that immediately just hit the wind um, because, but at the same time, the Island was locked down. So pretty much Port Prince, Port, Port Prince um, is pretty much just in this lockdown situation and people of this, brigade of mercenary professional assassins or whatever just ran around and, you know, or hiding out and, you know, just being rounded up by the town. Because, I mean, even though there is, you know, unrest in the city, protests, you know, people responded in the way of like, you killed our president. Like, this is something that can't go on. And, you know, they're trying to apprehend any alleged suspect. Uh, because it, it wasn't just Haitian people. It was um, also... There was 
two noted American, um, Haitian Americans in the group, uh, I believe Spanish as well and Colombian. So it's definitely a quagmire of who's who and what's what. Um, I know my brain immediately goes into conspiracies and this and that and third, um, but it, it's just, it's too early to tell. There's too much going on, I would say. Um, definitely, though, if we do get any more information on this story, I will be sure to update it. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy the amount of unrest and things that have happened in Haiti. But then kind of going back to what I said earlier about the history of Haiti, it's just so convoluted of countries trying to control it and trying to bring back their versions of slavery to fit them whether it is literally them working a plantation, whether it's literally them working a factory, whatever. It's, it, it, it's just really sad because it's one of those things where Haiti is literally the most impoverished, one of the most impoverished countries in the world. And, um, you know, any kind of aid, it, almost to a point, is just there where people are just throwing money and they're not actually coming in and helping out. Like, you're just kind of literally throwing money at the problem. And in these kind of situations too, where corruptions is potentially involved and all that money doesn't go where it needs to go. And just kind of like how we've been talking about infrastructure in America and a third world country, that really is the worst case scenario. I mean, they had an earthquake in 2010 decimated the whole area. So, um, you know, definitely going to keep you guys posted. Um, and uh, back to the U S uh, Tyson Chicken recalls up to 500 pounds um, of chicken. Sorry. Um, and sorry, I botched this whole title, guys. <laughs> but pretty much they recalled 500,000 500, pounds of chicken uh, with about 9 million pounds recalled for listeria risk. So pretty much Tyson has made a little bit of a boo-boo. Um, a massive recall was first announced Saturday, grew by nearly 500 pounds, 500,000 pounds Thursday, according to an update posted on the recall notice on the U S department of agriculture's food and safety and inspection service website. Um, so pretty much the like big stores affected were like Walmart, Target, Kroger, Publix, HEB and Wegmans. I'm not familiar with the last two, but um, these are all big names uh, and they ship out to other places. Um, and then also restaurants like Jet's Pizza, uh, Casey's General Store, Marco's Pizza, and Little Caesar's. So even the Little Caesar's chicken is uh, is gone bad. It's, it's not hot and ready over there right now, guys. So, um, I mean, they, they have recalled it and I mean, they have a list of these things. Luckily, the way it's set up and, you know, if things are all provided properly, there are, you know, like there's a list actually on the USA Today, they have it where it's like all of the, the Tyson branded chicken and um, like item, they just say, hey, this is what it is. You know, it, obviously if you've eaten that or have that in your house, then you know, okay, maybe something is something is up here. But um, yeah, Listeria is no joke. It's some nasty stuff. It can definitely, it's Definitely something that can really wreck you if you have a weakened immune system, you're pregnant, you're older, 
Um, so that's that's no bueno. Um, and it's never good. I mean, we already had the JBL, you know, meat packing shit. They got cyber attacked. Now we got a biological. Now this isn't a, a biological attack. I'm not saying that, but just you know, it, it's just a, one of those things where it's crazy to see these kind of things just kind of happen. And it's like, oh man, like I wouldn't think anything like anything. I wouldn't give a second thought to my processed chicken in a bag. It should be fine, right? Like, yeah, it might not be the best chicken, but it sh- should be clean and good. But ugh, sometimes, sometimes not. Um, but um. To finish, oh no, I finished that. We got we got one more after this, actually. Sorry. Um, wanted to keep you guys updated on the uh, Japan Olympic situation. Uh, the good news is uh, they are still going to have the Olympics. Uh, so I mean, maybe some people might not say that's good news. I mean, I guess it's different camps about how we should be handling the uh, COVID nineteen situation. But um, they are going to be doing that. Potential bad news, I guess you could say. It's going to be no spectators. Um, but, I mean, I think from the now and then perspective, we've talked about this before, um, that does kind of seem like the best move. Like, when you look at Japan's situation, them having a state of emergency for COVID-related pandemic, you know, you're having this Olympics, this worldwide international event, and um, you already have members of the Olympics, you know, excuse me, with, uh, you know, testing positive, you got to take the right precautions for your, your city, for the world. Excuse me. That big beefers talking. Um, you got to take the right precautions. And I think this is at least a step in that direction. So it's a bit bittersweet. Um, I know that in the same way that protesters were saying, Hey, you need to stop the Olympics. You need to like change something. We need to like not have this open to public. Uh, people have also come out to protest to say, you know, how can we not go to the Olympics in our own country? Like, you know, how how is it that we have to watch this from our own TVs when it's literally in our own backyard? Um, and, and I get that. It's, it's a it's a crappy sentiment. It's a feel bad situation. Um, but um, we will definitely keep you posted if there's any more coming down the pipe about that. Um, and also let us know what you guys think, you know, if you're hyped about the Olympics, if you don't really care and maybe you're just saying like people should just be smart and hold it off for a whole other thing. But I mean, granted, there are a lot of money reasons and things of that nature. Why, um, Japan has chosen to hold the Olympics no matter what. And they have that kind of stance. Like they literally will get fined if they go another year without doing it. It's really kind of odd and annoying that's a stipulation that you sign when you say, Hey, we're going to have the Olympics in our country. Yay. Like, but, um, they're trying, I guess, to make the best of it and make the money and have the Olympics. So, um, we'll definitely keep posted if any more comes down the way, but you know, let us know what you think, uh, to round it out. Uh, this news just came down the pike today. Um, there was almost a Vegas style massacre at the all-star game. Uh, but it was prevented by a hotel maid. Um, let's see, a hotel maid is being held. And by the way, I got this from the New York Post, which is you know a little bit brand new, but it's also you know out and around making the rounds in um, the Yahoo sphere. Uh, but a hotel maid is being held hailed for her role in preventing what police fear could have been a Las Vegas style shooting um, at the upcoming MLB All Star Game in Denver. 
So she tipped off the cops that there were more than a dozen weapons and a thousand rounds of ammunition at a hotel near the Coors Field. And this was Friday. And this led to the arrest of three women or three men and one woman um, who were planning, I guess, this big shooting for this this all-star game. And I mean, uh, we've covered a couple of shootings this year. There have been so many, like too many to count. Um, and uh, it's good that this one stopped. It's good that this one was someone said, yo, something's up here. This isn't right. Like, why are these guys getting ready for a Call of Duty mission? This is not okay. Um, but one suspect, a recent divor- divorcee, had posted a cryptic Facebook message saying, he would go out in a big way. So, I mean, that's never what you want to see when you're going through someone's time, when you're going through a timeline, you see that like, oh, I wonder how Harold's doing. You know, I don't, we don't know the names of the people yet, but um, definitely a crazy situation that potentially could have happened. And I'm glad it was avoided. Um, So shout out to the hotel maid. Make sure to tip your maids. Even if they don't stop a mass shooting, they should be tipped. Uh, it's it's a really vital service that they do. And just because you're on vacation doesn't mean you should be a lazy bum. Um, but that is where I'm going to close it off, guys. Uh, thank you for putting up with me and my little nasally voice and my mentally distracted ass. Um, sheesh. Uh, I barely even smoked. <laughs> but um, thank you for listening to me. Uh, hopefully Brad will be able to carry it out on the next episode for the history. Hopefully we can get that all worked out. Um, if not, we'll definitely be back at full force at full force, um, next week. Um, so definitely be sure to follow us on the socials. We got a Facebook now and then with Brad and Isaiah. Um, we got a Patreon with go search, I believe now and then with Brad and Isaiah, and you should be able to find us. If not, contact us on now and then uh, podcastgang at gmail.com and we'll get you sorted out and also give us any feedback. Um, We're on Twitter at now Brad. You know, you can find us. We're on Instagram too. I mean, we are out here. We're social butterflies, even though I'm sick, you know, I got to stay connected and you guys stay connected too. So um, that's going to be about it, guys. Um, I hope you guys stay healthy. Um, have a great week. We will get back to you soon. And, um, we love you. Goodbye.